I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome one and all. Hello, Lewis. Welcome one and all uh, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. How's everybody doing? Doesn't matter. The former president (laughs) had stolen nuclear secrets at his country club. Because we just learned that among the classified documents seized by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago was material on a foreign nation's nuclear capabilities. So this time, the ex-president wasn't just betraying our country. He brought in another country for a menage a treason. (laughs) How... That's not cool. It's not okay. She's not into it. (laughs) (laughs) How do you explain this to our allies? Don't worry, Prime Minister. Your country's nuclear secrets are perfectly safe, stored at the Mar-a-Lago waffle bar. (laughs) Between the syrup and the Nutella bucket. (laughs) Mm. I go for a waffle. There's always room for a waffle. These these kind of intelligence documents, keep in mind, are so top secret, the president himself has to declassify them so other people can see it. Even our senior national security officials are not allowed to see them without specific permission. And the fact that he had them is completely indefensible. So the people trying to defend him are instead focusing on the evidence picture the FBI took of them on the carpet. Like the ex-president's son, Eric. I can tell you, my father's a very, very neat guy. He doesn't leave documents staged all over an office floor. My dad. (laughs) My dad. No, I mean this. This is important. This is important. Quiet, y'all. Listen up. My dad does not leave documents all over the floor, okay? His crime is organized. (laughs) But what did I say? Nobody... No one ever tells me what I say. (laughs) Because no one is listening. (laughs) In other criminal investigations involving the former president, uh, we've got some news out of Georgia, where back in early 2021, voting systems were breached. Now we know that happened on the same day a bunch of election... Uh, interfering and election-denying MAGA goons were shepherded into the building by former Coffee County GOP chairwoman and lady who handed her stylist a picture of a Q-tip. <laughs> Kathy Latham. Latham is already under criminal investigation for posing as a fake elector back in 2020. And in a newly revealed video, she can be seen escorting the former president's team into the elections office, then checking her surroundings, and then letting more people in. (laughs) It really looks like Kathy is helping the former president mess with the election, and she evidently knows it, 
In fact, when asked uh, during a recent deposition whether she knew or ever had any communication with Giuliani, Latham asserted her Fifth Amendment rights. Okay, now I know that sounds bad, but to be fair, what woman wants to admit they know Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> In some... Some January 6th rioters are facing consequences like insurrectionist and injury attorney for racehorses. <laughs> Coy Griffin. Should you or a loved one be turned into glue? Some say yes, I say nay. <laughs> That's his commercial for the injury things. In addition to storming the Capitol, Griffin is the founder of Cowboys for the former president. I just hope no one tells those cowboys where their rootin' tootin' hero is from. Where is that again? New York City! Griffin is actually uh, someone who works for the government he was trying to overthrow, serving as a New Mexico County Commissioner from 2019 up until lunchtime yesterday. Because that's when a judge ordered that Cooey Griffin be removed from office for his role in the Capitol riot, <laughs> citing... Citing Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, no person shall hold any office who, having previously taken an oath to support the Constitution, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. Of course, Griffin offered a lot of excuses for his participation in January 6th, but the judge wasn't buying it, writing, his protestations and his characterizations of his actions and the events of January 6th, 2021, are not credible and amounted to nothing more than attempting to put lipstick on a pig. Well, okay. Maybe so, but a cowboy does get pretty lonesome out on the range. <laughs> happens. It happens. It happens. We're all adults. Justice is also coming for a former presidential advisor and... and hobo himmler, Steve Bannon. <laughs> because reportedly... Steve Bannon faces state indictment in New York. Ah! Start spreading the news. Steve's going away. He wants to be a part of it in cell block A. I'm told. Oh, blue eyes. Oh, blue eyes. Oh, blue-brown eyes, they call me. <laughs> and I'm told we have some exclusive footage of the moment Mr. Bannon got the bad news. Now, details... I don't know. How, how would we possibly have gotten that footage? I don't understand. It's how good we are. Details are sparse, but sources say it is related to a federal investigation of Bannon's nonprofit dedicated to privately constructing the former president's border wall called We Build the Wall. Spoiler alert, no, they don't. <laughs> so why is this in state court? Well, the former president pardoned Bannon before federal prosecutors could bring the case to trial. But presidential pardons only apply to federal charges and cannot prohibit state prosecutions. Gotcha, Steve. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Who believes in states' rights now, biatch? <laughs> Folks, I'm sorry. Hey. 
I'm sorry for the language. We like that. Sometimes we I know like you that. are nice people. Another former president was in the news today, Barack Obama. He, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel much the same way. Uh, Barack and Michelle returned to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue to join President Biden to unveil their official White House portraits today. Now, usually this unveiling happens soon after the president leaves office, but the last guy. <laughs> so instead, they did it today. And let's take a look at the former First Lady's portrait by Sharon Sprung. Look at that. Beautiful. That's lovely. Beautiful. Elegant. That's beautiful. Just like Michelle Obama. Let's take a look at her husband's portrait by Robert McCurdy. Okay, that's interesting. That's very different. Yeah, his looks really that's, realistic. That's photorealistic. There's a whole lot of white space. In fact, Jimmy, can we see that again? Okay, widen out. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's in insurance heaven with Flo. Okay. <laughs> Afterwards, former President Obama had kind words for our current president. Someone once said that if you're looking for a friend in Washington, get a dog. <laughs> our family was lucky enough to have two wonderful dogs. <laughs> but I was even luckier to have a chance to spend eight years working day and night with a man who became a true partner and a true friend. Now, it may sound like he just compared Joe Biden to his dogs. <laughs> but to be fair, Joe does occasionally bite. <laughs> then, then, former President Obama had words of praise for his wife's portrait. I want to thank Sharon Sprung for capturing everything I love about Michelle. Her grace, her intelligence, and the fact that she's fine. <laughs> that, is, that is the most endearing compliment from a president to a first lady since Harry Truman gave Bess that hot mama hat. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Gail King and Tony DeCopo. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I'm just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. My first guests this evening are co-hosts of CBS Mornings. Please welcome Gail King and Tony DeCopo. Our former home for a time being I, during the you pandemic. Were, you were here briefly here during yeah. the we pandemic. We like what you've done with the place. <laughs> you reoccupied it. I've yeah. seized it back from your regime. It's so nice. It's so nice to see people. It I is. can't get over it. So nice. Well, listen. You guys Seriously. see people. Congratulations. Today marks yes. the, the, the first year, one year. When one your year. life CBS changed mornings. for the better. Yes. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and as you may notice, we are on the chairs, not the couch, because, because... Nate Burleson, our co-host, uh, yes. is recovering from coronavirus. He's doing fine, uh, but we miss him. We're thinking about him tonight. It's of good news days, of, of all, all days, days, I know. It's yes. good news for me, though, because prior to Nate's arrival on the show, 
I was a de facto athlete. I played college baseball. And so Gail would turn to me well, for counts. analysis on sports. Yeah. Now we have a former NFL player with, like, Randy Moss stories in his back pocket. Yeah. Uh, and so I've ceded the floor to him. Gail still insists on calling us both athletes. But which you is were sort of an like, athlete. You were. It's like he's got you a were. Michelin restaurant, and I make spaghetti and meatballs for my kids, and we're both cooks. Nothing wrong with spaghetti and meatballs, man. Yeah, but right. but sure. listen, Stephen, I remember yes. when I was in school, do you guys remember when you used to pick teams? Sure. We played a game called dodgeball. You remember yeah, yeah. dodgeball? Sure, sure. So it was down to two people, and I'm there, and somebody says, we had Gail last time, now it's your turn. I'm still... Well, anybody's been to you're that. Not, you're not athletic? You seem fit. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, you do. This is you not do. a sports inju uh, injury yeah, this here. Is, yeah. Yeah. This oh, is Achilles happened? tendonitis. Don't oh, e I don't oh, even no. know. I don't oh, no. even know. But oh. no, to answer your question, I'm not athletic. But I do like sports very much. Very, very much. But I, I'm not athletic. Well, e even though Nate wasn't there, all three of yes. you were honored today. And yes. this, this is truly a rare honor. Uh, before I show <laughs> anybody this, this portrait. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you shouldn't have to say with a straight face. You guys were, were honored by being portrayed, and this is absolutely true, being portrayed by an artist who made your portraits out of Lunchables. Lunchables, yes. <laughs> Salami, pepperoni, crackers. cheese, crackers, Jeez. yes. Now, we, um... I gotta ask, here's the one thing, I love I it. I wish cool. I had one of these. I don't know, can you go back to this, Jimmy? I, I don't understand, what meat is purple in the Lunchables? <laughs> Uh, pepperoni. It, pepperoni. I think okay. it's a ham, actually, Gail. Ham? Uh, slightly, a little prosciutto. Tony, Tony, I've never, I've never seen a purple pig. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 though, have uh, uh, opened up a lunchbox for children that has not been consumed, uh, and that is the color of the ham at the end of the day. Well, quite an, quite but an honor. But listen, Stephen, at the end, they, did you get the poster? They made those guys out of posters that we could take with us if we want. I thought it was very touching. Yeah. I, I you don't have one home. of those, Stephen. I don't. Yeah. I took the original home for lunches, yeah. Teddy oh. will have that tomorrow <laughs> in his box. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm just bringing that to school and let all the kids yeah. eat daddy's friends. But it's good. No. It's, it's a one-year anniversary. I think it's... I, I thought it was a very nice... A, a very nice tribute. I really did. We have to take a quick break, but stick around. We'll be right back with more Gail King and Tony DeCopel, everybody. <laughs> John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, we're back here with Gail King and Tony DeCopel. <laughs> celebrating wow. first year anniversary of CBS Mornings. You actually got to do something recently. You got to be a sports reporter for uh, the afternoon, because you interviewed... Well, that's being cut. Oh, Serena! Serena on the court yes. after her first round win yes, yes, yes. at the U.S. Open. Yes. Are you a tennis fan? Yes, yeah. So what was that like for you as a I've, tennis fan to be no, I've been going the greatest? To the, well, I've been going to the U.S. Open for a very long time, and they called me about two weeks ago and said, we want to have the tennis people, not ESPN, because ESPN and CBS don't have a relationship. That's a different, okay. a different network. So the tennis people said, if Serena loses, we want to do something on, on the main court because we're, we think she's going to be playing opening night. And then they called back and said, 
We want to celebrate her whether she wins or loses, which I think is terrific. Sure. It's a way to say thank you and we celebrate you. But I was so nervous that first day because I wanted her to win so badly, Stephen. You were caught on camera saying I was so nervous. But I was nervous for her. Oh, nervous for her? Yes, oh, I, I was... thought you were nervous. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm not saying I don't get nervous, but I wasn't nervous about that. It's just that I wanted it so badly for her. Do you it... get nervous? If I may take the mic for a question here. I don't... I get the sense that you are exactly who you are off camera, on camera. I see no change. Well, I... Well, I just... I, I don't really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even even if stuff doesn't go according to plan, I'm okay with saying, yeah. you know what, this isn't working out. We're going to take a break. We'll be mm -hmm. all right. I, I don't believe in trying to hide and make sure everything is going great when it's going, as my grandmother used to say, a hell in a handbasket. But I wanted it so badly for Serena. Yeah. So mm -hmm. all day long, because listen, you know, she didn't make it to the end, but when she made it that first night, that was great. Then the second time, and then by the third time, I go, do we dare to dream? Do we dare to dream? It didn't work out, but I hope she's holding her head high and feeling good because she changed the game for all of us on so many levels. So many levels. And Stephen, guys, she fought, she fought, she fought, she fought to the bitter end. Sure. So she did. I, yeah, she yeah. really did. So I believe that her next chapter in life is actually gonna be even bigger, dare I say, than what she's accomplished in tennis. She wants to have another baby. We all like babies. <laughs> you know, she's she's in the business world, so I'm excited. Not a lot of cheers for babies. For some <laughs> I know. We don't have a lot more, of babies in the audience. Not a morning I, I show know, crowd. I, yeah. I know that was no. interesting. But older babies, brothers and sisters, yeah. older brothers and sisters don't like babies that much. I know, yeah. I've heard like them to that. Be sent back. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Tony, no. you you know, do you get nervous? Uh, I don't get nervous don't. interviewing people, uh, but I'll there's definitely been a learning that. curve. No, you don't. In this, no, you know, I, there's been a learning curve here coming from from print. Uh, you know, I I got some big assignments uh, on location uh, when I first got this job. Uh, I mean, really big assignments. You know, Hillary Clinton. Uh, you know, J Lo, Harry Styles, um, Ben Stiller. You know, Michael Che. The list goes on and on. Uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short. And there was one particular uh, interview, and I'm trying to think about how to tell the story without uh, being professional in, in the present while revealing my lack of professionalism <laughs> in the past. So bear with me. Uh, so we're on this one location this with one of these big famous people. Uh, I know uh, this is what I cannot give, give reveal. What did this person do for a living? Uh, I cannot. Yes, I cannot yes. uh, disclose you can't even more. Tell me what the person did? I, you know, they were. They were. They were a big famous person. You will understand. I need to get to the. <laughs> I know you want to skip ahead, but I'm, I'm trying to draw Julian it out here. This better be, yes, yes. This better be a good story, okay, Tony. Go ahead. Go yes. ahead. All right, all right. So, so next to the, I'm not going to call it a stage, but the place where this person does the thing that they do, there was a big tent. There was a big tent. Uh -huh. It was a man-sized tent, and it was tall, like a phone booth. Uh, so we and know I this person was a human. And being a, being, a, being a curious person, I was like, I'm going to unzip this and see what's inside. And I did that, and then I look inside, and there is a pot. There's like a chamber pot, like oh. a modern camping utensil. It's, it's a like place to... Like not a porta potty but like a pot? Like a, it's a porta potty It's like a camping thing. Sure. Uh, so it's a place to pee. I do see why you're not giving this person. It's name. a place to pee, right? Yeah. It's a pee tent. It was yes. a pee tent. So I think... Because they were on stage, okay? I think, okay... Stars, they're just like us. Sure. So I take a picture of the P tent and I post it to social media. We're supposed to do that, right? I mean, this is going to get all kinds of engagement. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I got a call like one second after the, <laughs> the, 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 the picture post uh -huh. from the PR people who I thought they were going to come through the skylight and kick the door, take the phone. It was like I had so nuclear bad. secrets. Like, yeah. I, it's like I had taken them home. Well, Bruce Springsteen um, was that mad at you. <laughs> yeah. 
And so the, the lesson, I think, uh, the lesson is, uh, you know, I teach, I teach my son Teddy. Everybody pees. I will soon teach uh, his little sister Eloise the same thing. But celebrities do not. They do not pee. No, they don't. They no, do, no, but they just no. don't want you to talk about it. No. They do. Have, you, have you had any uh, honor Guess. regrets? Any, I mean, any gaffes? You know, a long like time that? ago when I, was a, when I was a baby reporter, I was anchoring local news. And I was feeling very good because you're a weekend anchor slash reporter and the newscast was wrapping up and I'm sitting there very straight going, you know, we'll all be black next weekend. And I was trying to say, we'll all be back next weekend. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We'll all be back next weekend, except I said, we'll all be black next weekend. And then I was so mortified. I didn't, it, it just took me for a nanosecond because everybody went, because <gasps> people were so afraid of race. I'm not afraid of race. So in that moment, I said, well, I'll still be black. The rest of these guys, <laughs> the rest of these guys will be back. The rest of these guys will be back. Yeah. Okay. Gail, so lovely to see I'm you. I'm so glad to see Tony, you. Tony, thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, thank I, you, you know, for letting us come. Yeah, oh, we're very say, to I give my best to Nate. I hope he feels better. Hey, you know, yeah. yeah, Nate is fine, by the way, because he tested negative today. Oh, uh, so know, he could have been here. No, no, no. Okay. No, a, no, no. But, no, no, I'm the athlete. I'm no. the athlete. No, but with CBS protocol, they, they don't play with the COVID around yeah, here. You have to test know. negative, uh, two consecutive negative tests in 48 hours. You know. I've been there. Yeah, you know. Been yeah, there me twice, too. Actually. Me too. You yeah. know how it goes. Sure. So otherwise, he would have been here of all the days for him to, to I, miss. I think he'll be back on the show Friday. So. I think, all right. I think he'll be, be back Monday. I love your show. Your, your show is our lead-in, so we appreciate you. You're welcome. You, you do know you make the eye opener a lot, every don't you? Day. Do I? I don't make it every single day. Because oh. <laughs> yeah, I check every single day, and I'm not there every single day. I'd say you four out of five. Check. You don't check. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, CBS Mornings airs weekdays at 7 a.m. It's Gail King and Tony DeCoppel, everybody. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.